Hello, this is Pat Dean, the protector of Manor Road, here to tell you that this episode of I Learn Nothing is brought to you once again by Kurgis. Kurgis make the best felt slippers that anyone in the world has ever laid eyes on. And brother, once you peel your freaking eyes off these beauties, consider putting your dumb foot inside them. You'll discover a level of comfort never before seen on this filthy planet. Using a centuries-old technique, Kyrgyz creates slippers that will literally make you the happiest you've ever been. I wouldn't lie to you about this. I am physically incapable of lying. Go to Kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com, and use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to get 15% off every single order you place. Do you know someone who needs some happiness in their life? Someone who is miserable every single day and long for a better existence? Someone who is hanging by a thread? Well, that sounds like a serious emotional problem that you should take seriously. The slippers probably won't help, but at least they'll look good. Again, that's K-Y-R-G-I-E-S-I-D-A-C-M with the promo code NOTHING in all caps. Your feet will thank you. Metaphorically, of course. Feet can't actually talk yet. International. Hello, stupid. Hey, you've wandered into episode 115 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. My name is Benjamin X. Cholock. I am the chief cosmologist at Princeton University, uh, here to teach my pupil, my papped pupil Pat, Yeah, sitting across from me, uh, a little bit about... The ways of the universe. Okay. Yeah. You know, normally I despise every single topic you bring to the table, which must be kind of disheartening for you. But it's a little. It's a little much. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> After 115 of these, and you haven't liked a single one. <laughs> yeah. But I think I might like this one. I like because you told me ahead of time while I was munching on a delicious orange. Yeah. Over you, the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I was eating oranges over the trash can because they're like so messy. A bum. Well, they're messy and they're juicy and it goes flying everywhere. I know, but you get a plate. I'm trying to be healthy. Okay, well, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be like <laughs> browbeating you. Yeah, you're <laughs> but... the one always telling me I'm gonna, you know, die and stuff. Well, I decided to fight back against myself. Well, and eat, <laughs> <laughs> and eat an orange. Of, it is you getting healthy. Is you fighting against yourself? <laughs> you have like, no idea, dude. You, it is. You're the hero. <laughs> And you're also the villain. Yes. It's, of your I, own story. It's, yeah, I'm like Kylo Ren, where I just go back and forth between the dark side and the light side, you know? Oh, does he go to the light side? I thought he was just a bad guy. Well, there's inside him, there's a, there's conflict. because uh, he's, he's got a heart of gold? One well, of those things? Well, remember in The, in the Force Awakens, he's, he's telling his, his father, Han Solo. His father's Han Solo, so spoiler. Yeah. But uh, that his uh, he's being torn apart from the inside because 
He originally trained in the light. You're tearing me apart. You know who should have You're played Kylo? You're tearing me apart on Solo. <laughs> oh, you bright my lightsaber. Good thinking. You know who should have played Kylo Ren? Woo. <laughs> Tommy Buzo. It would have been unbelievably... It, you know what? I bet it would have been... He might have like brought something to the character. I mean, they couldn't have fucked up Star Wars worse than they did. So it's like... Why yeah, not? and that's what that's one of those like wild card plays sure. that I think would have like who knows, like let's just like like we've got like you know we've got this like young upstart who plays what's her name Ray or whatever I forget her name is Daisy Ridley I think of course it is that's so British sounding my name's Daisy my name's Daisy Ridley in it I'm I'm playing the new savior the Jesus figure in the new sequels the sequels written by the autistic man over in Southern California <laughs> George. George Lucas. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing it for the Queen. Man, uh, <laughs> yeah, the third, the third one came out, and I didn't, I didn't care for it. The what is that? The Rise Last of Jedi? Skywalker. Oh, the Rise of Skywalker. I didn't think it was. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't. Yeah. Man, I wish I gave a shit about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't really care. No, you're you're so lucky you don't give a shit about Star Wars <laughs> because all Star Wars has done is just let people down for like That's what I'm saying. Decades. Like everyone it seems like everyone is like really is just waiting. Everyone it seems like everyone was waiting to be pissed off about these movies. Like I yeah. always heard about the how exciting it was that they're coming out. And then they came out, and then someone had a problem with it. Well, the thing about it is that... And it's like, it seems like they're just fun movies. Just fucking well, relax. Well, before the first one came out, the Force Awakens came out, people were upset about the, you know, oh, it's social justice warrior Star Wars or whatever, which, I mean, I don't... I don't think so. I mean, maybe a little, but so what? I mean, probably a little, but I mean, whatever. I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, I, th- I liked the first one. Uh, yeah, the first one was pretty good. The second one, I thought... I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I rewatched it recently, and I thought I think it's actually pretty good. Until, Is that the last Jedi? Yeah, until the last hour, then it just fucking falls apart and becomes awful. Yeah. And then this movie is just dumb. There are so many times in it where I'm just like, I cannot believe an adult wrote this. <laughs> an adult, like a very, like several very accomplished adults. Who wrote? Who who directed the last one? Was it JJ? Abrams? Our boy, yeah, your boy JJ. Why is he my boy? He's your friend. Isn't he? I don't know him. Oh, that's weird. I thought you knew him personally. I mean, it'd be cool if if I did. I yeah, would, yeah that, I wouldn't be doing this. He'd be on the podcast with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I will say that if I, if I was f- like good friends with a world-renowned writer director, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> old Mister Lens Flare, they call him. But there was oh really? Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, because he always has a lens flare in his movies. Yeah. Every. Single movie. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he does it. It's so funny that he does it. Yeah. But there's always like a like, like that's a, not how we see. So weird. Anyway, we see, we see through. We see that through cameras and shit. Yeah. So it's just like way to take it out of it. Take us out of it. You're reminding us there's a camera. Yeah. <laughs> why would there be a camera? But yeah, it's. Uh, I will say about this about the the Skywalker movie. I didn't. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the dialogue and stuff. I just thought it was kind of cheesy. Sure. Um, and then I, uh, I will say I, I did. I liked Ray a lot in it. I think she was kind of a Ray's cool. And, and this, she's and the, a babe. And the, yeah, well, she's a total babe. But also, like in this movie, I was, I was like, oh yeah, you're like a badass now. Yeah. Before I kind of was like, who is this? I don't, I don't know. She was kind of a badass. She fought Kylo Ren in the end of that first one. Sure. You're like so impressed. Well, I don't know. It was you fine. weren't even looking at me when no. you said that. You were like, yeah, sure. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It's was just like I just I didn't I never bought her. I never bought that actress as a badass until this movie. 
until the last one. But also, Kylo Ren is is the lamest villain ever. Yeah, he's just a moody fuck. He's you know, just what's, a teenager. What's so funny? He's just a fucking middle schooler of a character. <laughs> something that is so uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? I don't know, bitch. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. The thing that's so, that I found so fascinating about this whole saga is that, like, they didn't plan anything. It doesn't seem like they it's did. It's so strange. I heard like, something about how the, the guy who directed the second one... Yeah. Uh, like, sort of upended the whole... All the expectations of the so trilogy the or something. Thing, okay, here's the deal. And then and then J.J. Abrams like tried to correct it or something. Yeah, in the third it's one. very strange. And so it made it all awkward and like well, forced. It's it's weird because forced, huh? Ah, huh? Like the like the like force. The, like the, yeah. Um, <laughs> there is a. We, we, we pointed a, at each that other. That was such a mom and dad kind of like. Eh, you kids know. And we pointed at each other. When we did that. I don't yeah. know why we did that. Um, but yeah, like so, the first film that he just he made it and then kind of set up a bunch of stuff, uh, and then like the second director kind of took it in his own um, direction, which a lot of people had problems with, but a lot of people liked that he subverted all the all the Star Wars tropes, not that, all of them, but a lot of them. He so that was Ryan Johnson, yes, right? The guy okay. did Brick, right? He did Brick and he did Knives Out, so both weird. amazing movies. It's just it's weird that he. Was it's strange like, that he was the choice, yeah. Yeah, that he's for a space Shot. opera. Yeah, because like, he's more of a noir guy. Yeah, know? yeah. So he kind of took it in some, some, in ways that a lot of the fans weren't expecting, and thus did not like. And then, so then, in the third one, he, like, because J.J. Abrams had kind of set up some stuff, like, yeah, hey, my friend J.J., your your old friend, uh, yeah. and so he's like, hey, take the baton and run with it, and he did, but he ran like. In the opposite direction. Kind of. <laughs> and he's like, huh, okay. And so this one, they had to like change some things up. It was weird. It's I've never seen this. And in, 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 in a property as huge as Star Wars, I never would think that's, they didn't have everything planned out. That you know sounds what I mean? like a huge fuck up. It's insane. It's <laughs> it insane. Sounds, it sounds like a huge fuck up. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like how you see that last uh, season of uh, Game of Thrones. It yeah. was so bad. Yeah. And it's like how this well, is such a, a huge property. Threw so much money down the toilet. Yeah. That's like a lot of money. That's billions. It, that was bil- the Star Wars franchise is billions. Yeah. The, the oh, magnitude yeah, of dude. like billions. Yeah. yeah. It's it's <laughs> insane. so much. Money. Um it's it's truly bizarre. The prequels were terrible. Everything I mean, Star I don't know. It's it's just It seems like it was just one of those things where like right out of the gate it seemed I mean it was hugely successful. Sure. Someone was explaining to me about how, like, st- the original Star Wars, like, you know, completely changed the game in terms of yeah. editing, yep. storytelling, like, all, like just m- made all of these, like, unprecedented, like, advances in cinema. And then, since then, it's just been a huge flopping stinker. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was such an unexpected hit, and, like, he kind of did it without... Studio interference and stuff kind of took everything into his own hands yeah, with his I'm company. Not... This, let, I'm just going let, to let it run. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I think what I'll do is I'll have Luke Skywalker and Leia be siblings, even though they've kissed a bunch of times, and it makes no sense. Hi. Hi. I'm George Lucas. I'm George Lucas. I made one good movie. <laughs> but yeah, so like... Does he have a... Did you, did you say he has a black wife? He has a black wife. He has a black wife. Yeah, yeah I don't does. know. Which doesn't matter, but I just think that that is so funny. <laughs> George Lucas? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Just because it's like... 
It's George Lucas. I know, right? What a weird like, thing. That's not meant to be a statement on sure. anything other it's than just, the fact. It's just it's other surprising. than the fact that it's George Lucas. It's just surprising <laughs> that it's George Lucas. He he. Okay, so at the risk of sounding a little like controversial here okay. or provocative, here we go. But George Lucas has no business having a black wife. I don't think. <laughs> That is that is my personal <laughs> personal opinion. What a, what a Pat, bizarre thing! This to say. is not Pat's opinion at all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> be mad at me if you're gonna be mad at me on Twitter. You know, well, here's the Gristle deal. Porn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Yeah, please. Uh, here's <laughs> well because it's like I don't know. I, I I don't. He's such a nerd. He's such a nerd. I know. It's just surprising. <laughs> Whenever there's a white guy, it's just because I, in my head, I'm just thinking of him being married to like Pam Greer. <laughs> it's like oh, no that'd way, be so tight. <laughs> oh my god, I would have loved, loved to be married to Pam Greer. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. So he's just a nerd. So yeah, his deal is that he made that movie. It became successful beyond anyone thought. He yeah. had no plan in mind, even though he says he does. He's a fucking liar. He's a, you're he's a, a fucking liar. He's a liar uh, about that because well, other- someone was telling me also recently that. Uh, it it kind of feels like he ripped off of Dune, basically. Some people think that, um, because there's like it's, a desert setting and it's space, and there's like and there's like a so. lot of like religious orders in it yeah. and an empire and I mean like there's a lot of things in common. I'm not saying he plagiarized. I think it's one of those things where it's hard to tell whether it's plagiarism or influence. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, the thing about but Star yeah, Wars, but is there's that a lot of similarities. Star Wars is the most simple story of all time when you when you come down to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a um, very simple archetypal. It's very Jungian. Yeah, it's a very archetypal, very simple sort of thing about chosen ones and all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, and it's resurrection. Like, sure, and like so return. then, but then as it keeps going and you keep adding stuff to it, it just becomes convoluted and bizarre. Yeah, like if he if he knew that Leia and Luke were going to be siblings this whole time, why do they have them kissed a bunch of times? Well, okay. Also, in the kind of the Marvel comic book, they had uh, Marvel was licensed Star Wars immediately afterward, and so like, and in the comics, like, he's still like chasing after Leia, and there's all this like weird tension, romantic tension. They okay. had no idea that it was going to be his sister. He had no idea. He's he's a liar. He has no idea. Okay, he's so, no idea. Okay, fuck well, you. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What? Because there's this one point that I want to bring up, and I'm not saying that I believe this or I endorse this. Sure. But this is something that might lend to his defense. Okay. Of this. Okay. Uh, if he's basing this as like an archetypal story, right? And so a lot of the influences or a lot of the you know underlying themes and ideas and symbols yeah. are these primordial things that we all kind of have in every culture. That sort of argument, you know? Yeah. Uh, in almost every single mythology, the like primary deities who hook up to produce like mankind. Eventually, or the Earth, or yeah. the world as we know it, they're always brother and sister. Oh, that's interesting. It's always brother and sister who are who fuck. Huh. It's, it's incest. Yeah, like all of the world's mythologies is based is based on incest. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know what mythologies are, but yeah, mythologies. I, I, fuck you. You are such a, a prick about about that about the, about the English language. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben, I I consider myself a. When you major in English in college, you become essentially a guardian of the English language. I guess. It's also kind of pathetic that you have to major in it in college. Sure. Like you didn't learn it (laughs) after five years old. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm sworn to protect the English language against people like you who would destroy it and pervert it with your sickness. (laughs) What's my sickness? 
I don't know. My AIDS. point is that <laughs> <Does that have> AIDS? <laughs> it's just everyone. What is that? The symptom of AIDS? You just start speaking English poorly. <laughs> you know, I read about this lady uh, who like hit her head and then just started speaking in a Chinese accent for the rest of her I've life. Heard about that, <laughs> what is that, that is lady <laughs> up to right now? Really funny. It is unbelievably so. It'd be a well, thing where if if I'd interact with that woman, if like let's say I worked with her, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I could and not keep the a manager face. was like, "All right, here's a deal." Um, so Cindy had an incident over the weekend. Um, <laughs> she slipped coming out of the shower and hit her head, and now she speaks in a over-the-top, uh, over-the-top Chinese <laughs> accent. Uh, we're going to be cool about it. I'm just letting you guys know that, like, business as usual. I'm like, okay. And then every time I interact, Do not with, mention it. Every time I interacted <laughs> with her, I'd go, yep. Definitely, I'd keep a straight face, and as soon as she left the room, I'd fall over laughing. How could you not? Yeah, I would. Well, I would. I would like try to cut every conversation short and run to the bathroom, right? And then just like guffaw while I'm in there. I mean, <laughs> what a tragedy! <laughs> you know what I mean? She didn't do anything wrong. It's funny. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks when that sort of sh- it's like the guy who. Uh... That guy who has that condition where he can't stop coming. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, for that person, it's tragic. Like, it's one of the, it's probably, like, because she probably knows that she's that. talking about, she's talking that way. She's aware. I mean, how could she not and know? Like, but cannot control it. And she's like, please, like, she's like, please don't. Yeah, she's doing that. And it's <laughs> please like. Please don't, please don't hate me. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not, I'm not bait, I'm not trying to be a shithead, I'm just. Yeah, I I have a mental, I have a, a brain injury. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that? I saw a clip of uh, Tom Hanks' son at the Golden Globe, like talking in a Jamaican accent. It's just like, what are you Oof. doing, Chet? Oof! I think his name is. Isn't Chet. that the rapper? He's a rapper. That's his rapper. That's son. What he does? It's weird that he has a rapper son. It he is has a regular un- actor son, Colin. Right? He's a good actor. He's a good actor. And then there, and then his son Chet. He's just a rapper. <laughs> you, you're Tom Hanks' son. He's a white rapper. You're Tom Hanks' son. It's so strange. <laughs> yep i'm just that's gotta be now. one of the worst like like boxes to check off on the census it's like what's your occupation i'm a white rapper <laughs> I'm, I'm a musician i white rap i white wow. rap <laughs> <laughs> interesting that's kind of cool <laughs> okay what are we gonna learn about man we're so off topic. enough star wars talk you fucking nerd well no we oh so we if we bring it back to star wars we'll, we'll, we're getting warmer yes. <laughs> we're getting warmer uh, we're talking about, so today we're talking about, I wanted to bring this up because this is something that I've always kind of thought about and I thought it was pretty interesting. And uh, I, this, 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 uh, what we're going to talk about, this idea we're talking about, it uh, extends to the very construction of the universe uh, and existence as a whole and conscious life, how what we're able hell? to observe things. It basically encompasses everything. Um, and Tim's asleep, of course. Uh, he's like, Tim could boring. not care less. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, what do you think Tim's voice would be like? Tim the cat. What do you, if he could speak, what do you think his voice would be like? I have to think about that. Cause I'm thinking Truman Capote. Really? Yeah. Cause I was going to say like Brad Garrett, maybe. Oh, really? Those are two very different. The, those, okay. Very Brad different Garrett contenders. is the exact opposite of yeah. Truman Capote. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because Tim doesn't strike me as gay. He just strikes me as, like, just a shithead, you yeah. know? Like, Capote is just, he, that's just, Capote just talked in a 
stereotypical gay voice. Yeah. Like, it's the most stereotypical gay voice. Yeah. You know? Like, the stereotype of gay people comes from his voice. Sure. <laughs> but, but here's why I'm thinking that. Okay. Because Tim can be oddly charming to people, especially if they don't know him. Sure. And Truman Capote was kind of like that. Well... Oh, was he a shithead to people who did know him? Um, I think he kind of could be a complete and utter shithead to people who knew him. Yeah. I bet he could. I, I can so. see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I think Brad Garrett. Brad. Oh, you know what? No, 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 not Brad Garrett. Sorry, I'm taking my answer back. What? I want to change my answer to what? To John C. Riley. <laughs> I bet why? Tim sounds like Tom C. Riley. Just kind of like dumb. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> dumb with like a very like hint of a lisp. Yeah. You know. Um, in, in cold blood. Yeah. Hell Step Brothers. <laughs> let's put the, let's put them up against each other as cultural artifacts. In Cold Blood <laughs> versus Step, Step Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst podcast this that has worst ever one. existed, and it's funny that we're tackling probably the most cosmic idea that we'll ever talk about. Okay. Okay. So let me just put a name to it. We're talking about today uh, the Anthropic Principle. Okay. Have you ever heard of the anthropic principle before? No, never. No, not at all. Okay. Nope. Um, not at all. All right. So you've heard of the universe, correct? I'm aware. I'm actually a functioning part of the universe. You're a functioning part of the universe. Very good. Thank yeah. You. So as a functioning part of the universe, you can observe things. Yes. Right? You, you'd say you're an observer of the universe. I observe a lot. I observe things more than most people. I think. Okay. Well, I'm that's a comedian. Great. Um, <laughs> sure. I gotta write shit down. I gotta know. That's how I get material. <laughs> I walk around. I look at stuff, and I go, "Huh." And I write about it. Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting that there Asshole. that there is, and not just you, but there are several people on this planet. <laughs> Most of them do not observe things. Most of them just go, Most just aimlessly drift through their life. Are just these aimless, weird people no, no who inner lives they don't notice anything they have no inner life yeah it's bizarre i always think about the thing i always think it's about crazy. is that i don't even just mean this as far as like stand-up goes i just find it interesting when like like i know people like this who just like they go to work and they leave work and they get drunk and watch tv until they have to go to work again it's like i can't imagine it's interesting and so Although i, 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 don't I even... can see how you how you could get like uh like polished into that rut. Oh, sure. Know? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, that happens to, I think a lot of intelligent people who are just crushed by they're crushed. <laughs> the, the dullery of capitalism. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they're, they're gifted and talented in, 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 in school. And mm. then they get out of school and they're like, Oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. All of your dreams <laughs> are meaningless. Yeah. I did so well in school, but this guy is the boss's son. So he wins. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. This guy has more money than me. Yep. But that he did not earn. No. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, I just I just think it's interesting when people don't have creative outlets, like not even necessarily like stand up or, or writing or whatever. I just it's it's just like, I don't know. I just I just find that so odd. It is a little odd. I mean, I guess some people are just so tired to to. This is getting depressing immediately. Sure. <laughs> just don't have like the the will anymore. Their wills are broken. <laughs> Also, as your body starts deteriorating, it's like there's less you can do. What are you gonna do? And then, like, also, rock like, there climbing, are... go fuck yourself. I mean, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not climbing a rock. I've never yeah. climbed a rock, and I never will. I never will. I don't. I'm, there's I'm... one thing Pat and I agree on. <laughs> I'm never rock. I'm never climbing a rock ever. I fuck you. I barely <laughs> can see a future in which I in, in which I jump. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not. Why would I ever need to jump? You know, I honestly I'm not Mario. I haven't jumped in a while. Why not? Why would you? And I've had to. 
somewhat recent well somewhat recently i remember like having to uh like jump up onto kind of a high curb yikes you know and r- i remember thinking right before i did it i was just like ugh this again <laughs> <laughs> like i was so annoyed <laughs> i remember one time so uh, if i could choose i would never jump again <laughs> right I, I, there's no reason i remember our friend joe Tuller one time on twitter wrote uh <laughs> hungry again every day with this shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of how it feels like you mm. know <laughs> okay so <laughs> the cosmos ben the cosmos yeah um the most the most, the most, the most cosmos. with the most, <laughs> the cosmos that boasts the most roast. I love our cosmos, dude. I think it fucking kicks ass. Okay, so it's crazy that I'm you bring that up. It. It's crazy that you bring this up because this is kind of exactly the, the the topic. So the anthropic principle is basically this line of reasoning that basically tries to answer the question of why is the universe basically like set out the way it is, because. Okay. There are a lot of physical aspects to the universe. Why are there planets? Well, okay, yeah. So why are there planets? I don't know. Um, asteroids? The reason, the reason there are planets. Metroids? Asteroids. I don't know. Is a Metroid a thing? Or is that just a video game? <laughs> it's a video game. Okay, yeah. I was just going to say. Because that sounds like something that could be a, an actual thing, and they named the video game after it. Maybe it is, actually. I don't even it might, really know. It might be. Um, but that's not that's not important. So I think it is. I'm going to look it up. You You asking the question, why are there planets, is sort of a... It's sort of a it's the same version only down the line a bit of this question uh why why <laughs> it's almost the question it's almost the question why is there something other than nothing? Yeah, I hate that question. Okay. Well, there most physicists and this this is when you get into so a cosmologist co- cosmology yeah is the study of the structure and like more or less the design, and that's in heavy quotes, the design of the universe, why the universe is the way it is. So the reason there are planets in a very, this is a very, very <laughs> like summed up uh, uh, account, but the reason there are planets is because you've heard of the Big Bang, right? Yeah. Okay. Love the Big Bang. Well, we should because it's the reason we're here. Yeah, dude. Um. Most most physicists, like ninety nine point nine percent of physicists, agree that that's where it all started. It started with the Big Bang. The Big Bang basically was there was this little there was this little like basically like a Super Bowl, like about this big. I'm making like a I'm making the white supremacy symbol, the OK symbol. Yeah, with my with my fingers. God, the modern life is just it's stupid. So stupid. It's just dumb. <laughs> like think about how dumb that is. It's so dumb because it was a joke that became real. Yeah. Which is kind of like the universe. Which the is universe... kind of what kind of what the Proud Boys are. They're a joke oh. that became a real thing. A little bit, and that's also the, sort of sometimes this is how I think of the universe. The universe kind of feels like a joke that became real. Yeah, kind of. Um, huh. Okay, but so uh, that aside, I'm holding up my uh, my forefinger and sure. thumb in a circle in a statement right? of your ideology in, in a statement of my your white my supremacist belief as a race scientist. Yeah. This is how you feel. <laughs> Blood, heritage, and soil <laughs> ideology. Man, um, <laughs> I wonder if like people are like, what if like ten years from now people found like old photographs of us being like, okay, and they were like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, oh, these Nazis. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. It was the nineties. <laughs> there were no Nazis. <laughs> um, but it's a, uh, uh, it's, it's let's say about like a half dollar sized ball that was 
like bursting with energy, literally bursting with energy. All right. At at time zero, like start the clock at zero, that thing exploded. It exploded super hard. Okay. I wonder why. Well, because it was packed full of shit. Okay. I wonder how. All well, that's the thing. That's that's something that's still out. The, the jury's still out on that. We don't, I don't know where the Big Bang came from. Could it be God? Okay, well, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Just all you need to know right now is that, is that the Big Burn... The Big Burn. The Big Burn! <laughs> the Big Burn! That's what I call it when I make fun of you. A Big Burn. <laughs> that's what I call when I vote for Bernie Sanders. Um, nice. <laughs> the Big Burn. The Big Burn. Um, but uh, he... Uh, he. <laughs> so Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders is God. <laughs> and he created so Ber- the Big Burn. He, lo- he looks the Big Burn. He looks old enough to have been at the Big Bang. He looks and he looks kind of like God a little bit. Yeah. Like we I, need I mean, to stop not, these billionaire yeah, deities from creating yeah. from creating <laughs> life on this planet. I've been around. Do you see his speech that he gave where he talks about how like it's a good thing that he's so old because he's like I've been around for billions and billions of years. Oh, he said that. Yeah. And. <laughs> You, and that way you know what my record is. It's something. It's kind of a good argument. He's saying that he's so old yeah. that you can see his record, his voting record, for way longer yeah. than this buddy geek, whatever the fuck you pronounce his name. Who? Uh, oh, the mayor. Mayor the Pete. Mayor, yeah. Yeah, Mayor Pete. Your, your second best friend after J.J. Abrams. I hate that, go- that dude. I don't um, know anything about him. Yeah, he's not cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, not to get into that, but anyway. The big, the big bang. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but real quick, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Okay. There was, <laughs> I, I don't even know if we talked about, we might have, um, that there was this guy, or not this guy, uh, the David Schwimmer, okay? Oh, uh, not, not well, yeah, Ross. So what he did, yeah, and so, yeah, the guy who played <laughs> Ross, and so, on Friends, and so what happened is, there was some sort of dispute where he was building, like, He's, he's building a house in New York City. Um, this, this is not Ross. This is not David Schwimmer, the actor. The actor. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, never mind. Then so go. he he was building uh, a, a home in, in New York City, and there was some sort of dispute about it. I don't really know what the dispute was, but uh, people were protesting it, uh, <laughs> and someone did it by spray painting Ross is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> On the guy's front door. <laughs> Ross is not cool. <laughs> it's such a funny but so cutting insult. Like, yeah. if I was him, I'd be so I'd mad. Be because they're talking about, that's not, I'm not Ross. That's a guy I played yeah, on typecast. TV. But he's I'm still typecast. like, yeah. what the fuck? He's like, I know that means me. I know you know it. I, there's nothing else with me. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to talk about this other thing. What? That sort of happened, which I don't remember exactly what happened, but there's some politician named, named David Schwimmer. I think it's like some guy who was appointed to some post by Trump. Oh. Uh, fuck. I'm not going to remember it correctly, but I think he's like he's like the deputy secretary of defense or something like that, and his name is David Schwimmer. Yeah, it's one of those things so, where like, when that guy was born, he's probably older than David Schwimmer. So yeah. when that guy was born, there wasn't a thing where people were like, oh, Ross. But then like one day in the 90s, his life was ruined when this <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> show came out. Like, he had no idea. Well, there's also this other thing where it's like a lot of people started tweeting at David Schwimmer, the actor, because of some decision that politician David it's Schwimmer did. so hard. And they're all like mad at him. And he's like, I'm, I'm an actor who played ross i'm an actor yeah <laughs> uh i, I i'm actually good. an actor that's a pretty good i'm not David a Schirmer. i'm not a politician stop spray painting stuff. on my twitter my twitter um that's a deep cut for friends fans 
Um, <laughs> we were on a break. Oh, we were David. on a break. <laughs> Hi, I'm David Schwimmer. Um, now you're getting a little too spicoli. I know, but, I got but, too spicoli. But you had it for a second. Yeah, you had a good swimmer for a second. I'll work on it. Okay. So back to this. So the anthropic principle is trying to answer the question of why is the universe the way that it is? <laughs> why are you the way that you are? Yeah, what's your deal? What's your problem? Um, and it actually is even trying to answer a more specific question, which is uh, there are ways that the universe is set up, like constants, uh, mathematical and physical constants in the universe, uh, that if they were any different, then we wouldn't exist at all, and therefore we wouldn't observe any of these ch changes. We wouldn't know that there's a universe that exists because there'd be no such thing as us to begin with. Mm. Okay, So for example, there's even just gravity. If the force of gravity was any stronger, um, there would be basically what, what would happen is right after the Big Bang, there would be a thing called the Big Crunch. Oh, no. Which Yeah, which means that like even though it explodes, all the matter in that universe because the gravitational force would be a little stronger, it would pull everything back into a, into a crunch again. Yikes. Okay, into that same ball. And then what would happen? And then it would explode again. And, and then, then it would crunch. crunch again? And huh. then it would explode again. And then it would crunch. Uh, that's one example of what possibly could happen. So obviously, Great. this these states <laughs> of matter and energy and like constants and all that... We don't know how they were at the very beginning. I mean, we can guess how they were based on how things are now. But one thing that we do know is that... This is the best country in the world. Well, this is the best universe in the world. Nice. Because the way the universe is set up, there's this term that has has acquired a very specific philosophical meaning. It's the phrase that you probably use normally in English. The phrase My preferred language. My language of choice. Your language of choice. It's the phrase fine-tuned. Oh, sure. Okay, the, the universe is fine-tuned to allow life on Earth. Hmm. Or, or, or life in general. Or that life... kind of suspicious to you. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Seems like... There's why? a lot of problems with this. Okay. Yeah. Because there... And it's not just one constant. It's not just gravitation. It's like the force between a neutron and a proton. Uh, there's the this thing called lambda, which is this very mysterious gravitational or uh, not gravitational uh cosmological constant yeah that basically likes to party in college <laughs> yes <laughs> like lambda is that is that the link okay good good job belushi <laughs> toga toga um yeah that, that, that was the big bang that, god just yelled had a toga party yeah, out of control yeah. the next day he woke up and there was there was the universe and he was like oh there's everything now oh shit yeah oh shit there's what did i do last night uh he created the universe but he created a universe that is perfectly it's the best it's the most perfect it's the best universe that's ever been created nice okay way to go god was well, not the best. It's the it's the only universe that could allow for some kind of life to spring up to observe the universe. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, because if you're a, a, a an ant, <clears throat> you have no idea what the universe is. Well, you're just running around. You're you're mating with your queen and then getting devoured afterward. I think. Yes and yes and no. That's what is sort up of insects. What's that? What is up with insects and mating? It's bizarre. Well, what is up with us and mating? I mean, we, we don't eat each other afterward. Yeah, but we also watch other people do it, and then. <laughs> 
simulate the acts sure. by ourselves. Yeah. That's equally bizarre. Well, I don't do that because I'm a Catholic. <laughs> maybe right. maybe right. you do it because you're no, sick. I'm a Catholic, too. Oh, right. Yeah, we're both Catholics. We're just aware of it. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I've never done it. I, I don't think I ever will. It seems pointless with all this. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, that's what's funny is that it is pointless, and yet we still do it. It is not pointless. <laughs> Wait, what is? Exactly. J-O-ing, that is not pointless at all. Well, you know, because it, it misses, it is pointless. It misses the point entirely. No, here's it, why it's not. It misses the point of why. I mean, I know what you're going to say, and I get it. What? It does satisfy, and it, it does scratch an itch. Sure, but I don't right? even mean that. I mean, like, <laughs> if you don't, if, if you're not getting what we call getting the evil out some way. I mean, I feel like, you know, I was reading about this guy who uh, went crazy and like tried to bulldoze a town down. Uh, because, and he had blue balls. That's it. That's I have to why. imagine that guy never J.O.'d. He, and he got <laughs> so upset that he tried to bulldoze an entire town. You know what I've been thinking about recently? How could I possibly know? <laughs> I don't know, Ben. Is um, ever since we talked about, uh, the the dolphin house oh yes uh, on our patreon on our which patreon. folks for five dollars a yeah. month uh not only you know how this this episode how this is free yeah well this one you pay money for <laughs> and so what it is five dollars a month gets you at least four episodes yeah. a month where the, i teach ben about different topics the difference nothing is, to do with philosophy yeah the difference is i teach pat about the mysteries of the universe and <laughs> In the Patreon, the opposite is true. Sure. Oh, yeah. We solve Pat mysteries. teaches me about people, people, humans. Doing who, weird things. Who who do very, very <laughs> shady things. Unspeakable with, acts to dolphins. With, with, uh, with dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very. Uh, okay. Yeah. But ever since you, you mentioned that, I was thinking I was thinking about this. And this is, I, I, I completely own this. <laughs> this is a oh, bizarre no. thing to think about. Is it about how but, George Lucas doesn't deserve a black one? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um. You told me how like dolphins masturbate by using eels, which is crazy. Yes, they do. But also like they love it. But also like chimpanzees and bonobos and and like most primates can masturbate too because they can use their hands sort yes. of agilely. Opposable thumbs. Th I think that, that's actually thumbs. how uh, I think primates got opposable thumbs. Is they by, were just tired by, of not getting laid. Well, <laughs> that like, or, or we take care of this. when they can't get laid, it's like a dog can't like it can't like this is not working. I can't do this. Right. Uh, you know, like, it's kind of silly. I'm pantomiming yeah. pause <laughs> trying yeah. to jack off. Yeah, it's dick. odd. I wasn't sure what you were doing because it looked like you were doing the suck it. It kind of is. They did it's like it's like imagine a dog kind of doing the suck it thing. But it's sure. like there's no friction. It's all hairy. There's claws involved. Yeah, this is not working. So I'm thinking about how like what do birds do when they get horned up? I, I, that's what I'm saying. What what happens to any animal outside of like intelligent primates and dolphins who know how to make tools to masturbate? They're basically making <laughs> fleshlights out of eels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like every other animal, I imagine most mammals get equally horny. Well, right? that's why they're so upset. That, that's why that's they, what I'm saying. They're so mad, and they want to eat. They want to kill things. That's why they want to eat and kill things so often, because they probably it's like it's an entire like like kingdom of animals who <laughs> have the most frustrating case of blue balls. Yeah, kind and of. And that's why they all are just like on edge. Well, on you know, edge. <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's a, all animals are just edging. <laughs> it's an, it's an, <laughs> it's annoying to like. 
Because they can't get the evil out. They, they can't. can't do it. So they are evil. That's why bears are evil. evil. Yeah, that's why bears and wolves and tigers oh, are God, all evil. Wolves, wolves yeah. and tigers have to be yeah on a whole new level. Of that yeah. I don't, but like, like, it's annoying to cook food, and it's annoying to like sometimes like when you you know when food's expensive, you're like ah oh, shit. But like think about how annoying it's so much more annoying to have to hunt down your food and then eat it while it's still kind of alive. Yeah, and you have like. A few hours before it starts to decompose or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true, but yeah. But and then you have those sickos though who are like into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I wonder if there's like sociopath animals who are just like I kind of love this shit. <laughs> and Probably. It's like, okay. I think wolves love it. Probably. Yeah. I think some predators. It's just weird that dogs came. Cats. From I think cats love being predators. Well, cats are sociopaths. Yeah, they are. They're absolute sociopaths. I told you that's. I told you that thing I read uh, about how. Um, a cats are responsible for like the greatest like mass of dead animals, like they kill up to I think a billion animals a year. Wow, of like small animals, so it's mostly like birds and rats and mice and you know insects and shit. But it's still a billion individual lives taken. Sure, <laughs> by cats. Yeah, and then also cats, if they were like any bigger, yeah, like they would, any bigger, yeah. they would try to kill us all the time. Well, they're they're killing machines. They're yeah, like they're, they're so good at killing things because yeah. like dogs are kind of like dopes. And they just kind of flop around. They're idiots, but like cats, I think are probably I don't know if they're smarter than dogs, but they're definitely better. Pre- they're better predators. They move for sure, like liquid muscle, dude. Yeah, like it, it, it is like. <laughs> It's like seeing <laughs> your face as you said that too. You're just like so impressed and yeah. horrified at the same time. It's like watching a stream, but the stream is just claws and fucking. It's like teeth. if T one thousand were a were a cat. Yeah, that's a fucking cat. Yeah, T one thousand is a cat. Hmm. Anyway, so okay, so anyway, this horrifying universe that we live in. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much, and yet it was designed exactly for us. Okay, and I say designed again, and this is important. You have to imagine me putting like heavy finger quotes around the word design yeah because this is where the issue kind of breaks down okay okay so just a couple more examples there's so the 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 universal expansion constant which is called lambda it's just called lambda right party all oh, right this is how we got off on yeah it's basically that's the constant that says the universe expanded at a very specific speed okay like the rate at which it got bigger uh the was speed of love a little yeah let's call it the speed of love the speed of love is that speed that allowed for conscious life to evolve in the universe. If if the rate at which the universe expanded was any bigger, if lambda was any bigger, then there would have been there wouldn't have been enough time for uh like matter to congeal into planets. Yeah. Right? There would be no galaxies. It would basically just be this mist of like gas of Yikes. like helium and hydrogen. Uh, Mist is never good. Yeah, no planets, no galaxies, nothing. That's I, I never see uh I never see uh a time where I will see mist and be like, all right, oh, that's great. a good thing. Yeah. Oh good. <laughs> like it's okay to look at, but like like I like photos of mist I think are kind of interesting. But to be in mist is not a good feeling. Yeah, a mist or a fog What's is out never there? good. And this would be an eternal fog. Oh no an eternal fog. Oh, my God. If, that is so horrifying. Isn't that haunting? It would be an eternal fog up until billions of years later when that mist uh, uh, dissipates and there would be just nothingness. I mean, there would be like an atom or two here or there. Yeah. But that's it. So, And that's only because the universe 
that's in in the case that the universe expands too fast. So uh if it's expanding too fast, all the matter in in the little ball in the big bang yeah, would bang be ball. would be in the bang ball would be <laughs> bang ball. Uh <laughs> <laughs> bang ball bang ball uh <laughs> it would expand because it expands too fast yeah then all of those particles or whatever the fuck was in there that plasma would uh dissipate too evenly right and because it dissipates too evenly there would be no atoms no planets no galaxies nothing so there'd be nothing to base life off of no ben There'd be no Ben. There'd be no Pat. There'd be no Tim. Whoa. So there's good things and well, bad the, things. The last two I, I, I can deal with. Yeah. Um, if if the, if Lambda was too small, like if the expansion rate uh, was too was too weak, in other words, then uh, you they would get just help see... from the, the Black Fraternity. I've seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Fraternity <laughs> crunches the crunches all of existence back down. Good. It would be too hot the entire time for any sort of. Uh, life to develop, let alone even stars to flare. There'd be like stars flaring up, but they would burn way too hot and way too like short uh, for there to be any time for life to evolve. So it would just be this this fucking furnace that would extend to certain limits, and then it would crunch back down. Okay, hmm. so this is all because of this one constant called lambda, which they've deduced uh, based on just how the universe did expand and the fact that we do see certain galaxies certain distances away the fact that we do have stars that sustain planets and that there are certain planets that seem to sustain life and the biggest example is obviously earth we know that for a fact it's like hard to deny it yeah <laughs> that this that this planet has life on it right we're kind of starting from that very principle okay uh this is all because of this one constant called lambda uh, and this constant, if it was any bigger or smaller by, I'm going to say this in the scientific way first, and then I'll, I'll explain it so you understand it. Uh, I think it's like 10 to the negative 27, uh, like magnitude, which means that if it was any different by a trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth oh decimal, my God. if it was either one or bigger or one smaller of this like one mega trillionth then there would be no life on earth there would wow. be no life at all in the universe really yeah man creation is not messing around it's Eddie. not messing around if you mess with creation it fucks up the whole it's so fine too so with this the bull, is... you get the horns baby not even the horns. that's actually where the saying comes from <laughs> yeah okay sure <laughs> okay but here's here's the point here's the point okay okay this constant is so fine-tuned, meaning if it varies in either direction uh, at like such a, to such a small degree, it's, that's it. It's kaput. We're a kaput, okay? The idea that this is fine-tuned to that degree, for that to happen randomly is so improbable that it would, it would, be, it would be stupid to assume that it was just a coincidence. 
Wow. Okay. And so this is bothering a lot of physicists because... Yeah, take that, atheists. Kind of. Kind of. Catholic Church wins again! (laughs) Boom! Boom! Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for God? (laughs) Okay. So here's where... Here's where the anthropic principle gets a lot of flack, and it, there's a lot of controversy uh, surrounding this, okay? Because this is for a lot of cosmologists, and these are like atheists, like atheist, heathen, devil-worshipping scientists. Yes, as, they, as all scientists are. As all are. scientists are. They're like, there's a lot of them are going like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, what, this is not... We shouldn't be here. So here's the thing. And this is this is where probability fucks with our reasoning and probability fucks with like just our mental capacities to begin with. Okay, because it is extremely improbable that this would happen if it was random. But here's the stipulation with anything dealing with probability. No matter how improbable it is, it is still probable, even if it's one in a trillionth. It still could happen randomly. You just have to roll the dice that many times to get that result. Sort of. Do you do you kind of understand that? Do you kind of get that? Yeah. Okay. So it's like if we were reasonable people, we would not assume that it was random, but it still could be. And like, do you kind of get the difference yeah. there? Okay. So here's where the anthropic principle causes a very major rift between science and philosophy. Don't ever um, tell me the odds. Kind of. Yeah, don't ever tell me the odds. Uh, Han Solo. Yes. I will say this. If we can get back to... Bring it back to Star if Wars. If we can get back to Star Wars again for a moment, I'll tell you this annoyed me a lot in, in that fucking movie, is that there's this part where... Well, Lando's in it, but I really want him to do more stuff. He isn't in it for very long, but whatever. But he... Uh, there's there's in, in all those fucking movies, there's a scene where someone goes, I've got a bad feeling about this. That's like their catchphrase in every single Star Wars movie. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. And he says it. And it's like... They do say that a lot. That's a little... It says it in like the first two minutes. And that's it's a like, little cliche, it's too. Clan, it's clan. It's the most fan service thing ever. So, well... So there's that, I guess. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, because <laughs> I talk about the odds and, and don't ever... Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, and then there's the... Uh, you know what I hate, too? I know what you hate. <laughs> um, and I want to say I don't agree. Um, what do you hate, Ben? Well, recently I saw—I forget what movie I saw—but you know how Alamo has those like uh, promos at the beginning where it's like someone involved with the movie tells you not to talk or whatever. Yes. Okay. So they had the guy who does the voice for C three PO. I hate that guy. Okay. So me too. Thank you. I hate him. And he was like there lecturing me about like. You shouldn't talk because uh, if you and it was so stupid, too, it was like if you talk, something bad will happen. And the chances of something good happening are something, 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 something something to one. Yeah. And, you know, in his stupid fucking fay. Hey, (laughs) William Shakespeare, you're pretending to be a robot. Yeah. Calm Um, down. Yeah. I wonder what that guy did because he was in Star. Oh, I hate him. Well, he was in Star Wars <laughs> and shit. So mad. He was in Star Wars and the last Star Wars came out in like eighty three, eighty four, I think. And yeah, then like 83. the prequels came out, I believe, in ninety nine. So I just wonder what he was doing. It's around. It's what around ninety nine. I just wonder what I think. I believe Anthony Daniels. I wonder what he was doing for like. I don't know. Fifteen years. Tony. You know what I just remembered what I uh, I took a date out to uh, one of the prequel movies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How did it go, Benny? <laughs> Take a wild guess. Did you do that thing where you put uh, 
the hole in the popcorn, and then you put your wang through it, and then it got burned really badly, and you had to go to the hospital? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, I never get that move. It seems no, she, pointless. <laughs> it was this girl I kind of dated in college, and she, she broke up with me immediately after the movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, and then like kind of like five years later, I was like, "Yeah, I deserve that. That was a bad movie." <laughs> That's so I fucking. Blamed it funny. on the movie. <laughs> Why did you even? I mean, but you don't even like Star Wars. Why? Because did you take it her? was her idea. She was just like, "Let's go see this movie," and I was like, "Oh, All well, right. then that's not your fault. You're just trying trying to make a." Lady I should have said no. <laughs> you should have you asserted yourself. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. I don't I don't care anymore. I mean, look, I'm not saying she didn't make the right choice. I'm just saying oh, she that, made the right choice. Absolutely. Yeah. Got off that fucking stinking boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's called Ben. A boat called Ben. A boat called Ben. <laughs> a memoir. By ben, Patrick the Ben Tannic. Um <laughs> Ben Tannic. Yeah. Oh, God, that sucks so bad. <laughs> the Ben Tannic. Okay. Not good. So, okay, we got to get back to this. So there's this rift. There's a huge rift. Between basically these heathens who believe like, well, it has to be ran. Like we can't assume. Okay, so here's the thing with science. Science basically is premised entirely on not assuming God. Like it's not that it's not that scientists do not believe in God. Like most scientists are atheists, but they're not. You don't have to be an atheist to be a scientist. The only thing you have to realize, or the only thing you have to kind of take I into would, account, I would argue against that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> argue against what? <laughs> against every scientist is an atheist. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, there is a. I mean, you'd be right because there are some scientists who are not atheists. But it's something like so. The general population. Let's take the general population of the United States. Sure. I think it's like people who are like self-proclaimed atheists are like annoying. Annoying, but also like ten percent, maybe I want to say ten to twenty percent of the population. Like they're a vast minority, definitely yeah. minority. Oh, you think right? so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. obviously, yes. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, they're in the mi- they're in the minority. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but if you poll all the scientists in the United States, they're ninety five percent atheists. Interesting. <laughs> like I didn't self, know it was that high. Like self identified atheists. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a clue. It's a bit of a clue to be like, "Mm." there have to be people who uh, like preach to scientists. There's a lot of people who try who like go like door to door to like scientists houses, homes and just fucking be like, I got to proselytize to you, my brother, because you're I think there are there have to be drop the beaker and pick up a A crucifix because you're going to hell, buddy. That's what I say. Um. Scientists. Oh my god! Uh, so real quick, this is just a side note. I was watching Dracula on Netflix last night. <laughs> Why? Uh, because I don't know. I just what version? Of, it's a brand new version. It's like a show oh, it's made know. by. It's made by Netflix. I think it's oh. made by Netflix. Um, but it's like it's actually kind of cool. It's like Dracula. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's. I think it's like it tries to be fairly faithful to the original. Um, but uh, there's this there's this main character who's this nun. <laughs> Uh, who's like I think either is a version of Van Helsing or descended to uh, descended from Van Helsing. Okay, but she's like fighting Dracula basically. She's nice. the protagonist, and I've never found myself rooting for the Catholic Church so hard <laughs> because Dracula is so evil in this. Yeah, I bet. And I'm just and and 
it's just cool to see like the fucking cross being like fuck you and the cross thing works sure like he fucking is like you know and i'm just like hell yeah it's like this almost makes me want to go to church <laughs> maybe we should go and, and and ask them what their plans are for vampires that would be so funny I guarantee we you go they to the, had We should plans. go to the Vatican yeah. and try to interview the Pope about his vampire plan. His, his plan. <laughs> what is your plan for vampires? So. <laughs> Just be so serious. Like, so wide-eyed. Yeah. Like, your holy father. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do? <laughs> what if we asked him that and he just, like, winked at us and he was like, I got it covered. I'd be like, whoa. You know what? I would be satisfied by that. Yeah. I would, if he was I would serious, if he was like, don't worry dead about serious. It. Yeah, he's like, don't worry about it. Like, we, you think we haven't been thinking about this for 2,000 years? They definitely used to. They probably haven't for a while. I'd, I'd be nah, bad. Now, nah, I bet there's, I, I bet you there's like a, like a secret. Vampire. There's, there's like a secret squad. That's the vampire work, squad? That's, that's working on this. Vamp- <laughs> I bet you. I bet you there's like. I want to start a band called Vampire Squad. That'd be pretty tight. Yeah. Um, okay. So just to get to this quickly, um, there's two. So there's two versions of the anthropic principle. One that is a little more friendly to scientists, and one that's a little more friendly to non-scientists, sure. aka people who believe in God. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so the problem that scientists have with the anthropic principle is that it implies that there is a designer basically sure right because of this uh and it's again it's not just this lambda constant but it's it's the one that's the most obvious like it's hard to it's hard to get a universe with a different lambda constant uh that would have life in it right uh and so that implies that someone had to have set it there right they'd have to have like you know gauged it to this exact value uh, so that there would be life on Earth. Now, most scientists, most cosmologists, the heathen ones, the atheist ones, they are kind of in this camp where they say it's not so much that it was set there by some intelligent being. Um, it's more that there are just that many universes and we happen to be in the one that can observe itself. And in oh, order wow. to in order to observe ourselves, it has to have been set so it can lead to intelligent life. So you're talking about the multiverse theory. Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, which I only know about because of DC Comics. Yeah. Well, there's there is the anti-monitor. There's some very good uh, theoretical physics behind that. Sure. Crisis on Infinite Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. There's so DC Comics are so confusing. Well, get ready for theoretical physics. Let's do it. Um, a lot of these cosmologists basically postulate that there is a multiverse. There is, in fact, uh, again, this is a theory. So there's just like evolution, just like evolution a theory. <laughs> um, but they basically say that it it is as improbable as it is that we are in this universe and that we can see, like we can observe that we live in it um we it is still possible that this is just a fucking coincidence that we happen to be in the universe in the one of trillions of universes that sustains life man you know it's so crazy to think that but at the same time i mean it does you know coincidences happen you know well that's sort of what the scientists are saying coincidences do happen 
It's I mean, so first of all, Here's a it's not just it's not just a coincidence. Hold on. Go, what were you going to say? Uh, it's it's sort of a coincidence that uh, the religion I was brought up in is actually the correct religion. I mean, it is. Isn't that I mean, wild? Like, that's the thing. That's, that's there's, just, there's just so many. There are so many. And, and also, we could have been born in any other country in the world, but we happen to be born in the best country in the world. Right? It's wild. Like, that is really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, we didn't deserve it. <laughs> we no. don't deserve it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You can argue the opposite too. It's like, oh, I was born in the United States. I don't deserve this. <laughs> I should have been born in a civilized country that has healthcare. But, yeah. um, but anyway, uh, that's sort of how you feel about the universe sometimes. Like that's sort of what Leibniz came up with too. The idea of the you know the best possible world scenario. It's like, oh well, God would only. What? So Leibniz, we discussed this in the episode with George Anthony. Uh, which who you described as a hammy de- gentleman? Oh yeah, a gentleman <laughs> of ham is, is is how I. But Leibniz has this idea of the of how God would have only created the best possible world, sure, right? and that's the world that we live in or the universe we live in. Uh, then how do you explain New Jersey? <laughs> well, so that's kind of what Voltaire made fun of him for, not yeah. specifically New Jersey. That would be unbelievable if he did. It'd be really funny if he did. Everyone hates New Jersey. It's just a colony at that point too. Like when when Voltaire was writing, it was just a colony. What are your thoughts on New Jersey, Ben? I don't mind it. It's nice. I I lived there for 4 years. That's where I went to Princeton University. I can't say I've ever I have a lot of family, well not these days, but I had a lot of family in New York growing up. They all uh. moved away, but like I don't I don't recall I have like one memory of being in New Jersey. We have two going to visit you at Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. And also, uh, like, I just remember driving through and you can't make like left turns anywhere. I thought that was really weird. Kind of. It's because they have those weird turnarounds. I was so mad. It is really annoying. It's very annoying. Also, oh, you, and also you, you can't, can't pump, pump your, your own, own gas. gas. Yeah. Yeah. You can't pump your own gas there. I think that's a union thing. Yeah. I guess that's not that big a deal, yeah. but it's just kind of which, odd. which is weird because like so this is what's frustrating. Sometimes. It cost extra. What's frustrating sometimes about being a socialist is like that's a union thing, so I'm like down with it. Sure. But it's also super annoying. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like really annoying. Well, that's I would totally, rather just pump my own yeah, gas. Yeah. Let's not act like unions have always been. Yeah, they're not. Some of them are complete shitheads. They're complete corrupt, yeah, organizations. But that's, not, my, uh, that's not the principal's my fault. My grandfather. Uh, it's capitalism's fault. My, my grandfather. And, he, and organized crime's fault. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he had a, a cab company, Sparin Mountain Cabs. Yeah. Named after the place he's from, the Sparin Mountains. The Sparin? Spar- Sparin Mountains. Oh, okay. In Tyrone, Northern Ireland, baby. And so Better he call Sparing Mountains. He had uh, this cab company, and he just like would want to fire people because they would just show up like drunk. He yeah, like, couldn't. Oh, he could. Yeah, no. that sucks too. I mean, like, so it's like, what the fuck? It's I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll solve that problem. But at the same episode. time, it's like there's also, I'm you know, it's like unions unions exist. I think the idea of a union is amazing, and I think I think probably I've never done research on them. I have to imagine a lot. Most probably that the majority of them are are not like that. They're good. I, I think, think most of them are pretty good. They are they're open to abuse. Sure, that goes for any institution. The idea of it is good. It's just yeah. that you know anyone can can fuck with it. Yeah, it's longshoremen. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Especially Italians. They seem to be really good at. Man, those guys like fucking make money, dude. Longshoremen. Yeah. Yeah. And Teamsters, too. Yeah, they love it. I mean, if you're, yeah, if, I mean, and, and, and like, if you're in a union that has anything to do with the film industry, 
Oh yeah, so you got taken care of. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. So I mean, there's a good thing. Let's start. Let's start our own union. The union the podcaster of cool, union. Uh, no, the union of cool dudes. Oh, cool dudes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They tried to start a, a comedian union years ago. It didn't work out. I bet not. Yeah. How could it? Do you <laughs> have any? Trying me- to start it. Do you have many mentally? incompetent people or stand-up comedians there's no way they'd be able to have a union that made any also sense. there's no i mean you'd have to you'd have to agree on some sort of like barrier of entry you know yeah also like, it's like because 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 how many people do we know who like get on stage like once a year and have that fucking facebook picture of them with the microphone with the microphone yeah fucking my biggest <laughs> accomplishment is co- in comedy is that i've never done that i've never had a profile picture i'm really proud of myself for never having done that either I might, I've I've might cu- set it. I might set it to something like that tomorrow. Let's though. do it. That'd be kind of funny. I've, yeah, we immediately <laughs> ch- cave in. <laughs> It'd be the I, shittiest of just us, just like yeah, you know, smiling <laughs> big with a microphone in our stupid faces. And then if you click on the photo, it shows how empty the room is. Yeah, <laughs> that's another funny thing. Whenever you see a photo of a comedian, you never, you rarely see the audience. Yeah, you know, so it's like of course not because there's no one there. There could be three fucking people there. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to this real quick. Yeah, then we gotta finish up. That's that's fine. So we're almost done. So basically, there's. I love that this podcast. These podcasts always end when I have to go to work. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I was gonna say we have to talk about maybe rescheduling these because it, it was a bitch to get through traffic today too. I bet <laughs> I left early. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, I bet but yeah. Was. Anyway, brought to you by the weekday. Um, <laughs> which is this is your weekday, Monday, so fuck you. Day, but... <laughs> This is oh, your Monday. That's what Santos would always say at work. Is that so? Like they had their schedules were different at, at the tavern. Well, you know, most people work restaurants. It's like I like how you're like we have to finish up, and you're just bringing up another anecdote well, about, I Santos. about Santos all fucking day. So <laughs> Santos would do this thing where uh, Tigre, right? Yeah, yeah, Tigre was there. Tigre unfortunately got deported, so he's gone. Oh, that sucks. We was drinking and driving. Oh well, s- still. Yeah. I don't know. So he um he should just he should just get a DUI like all of us. Have. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, that 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 honestly makes him the most American. That's the most American thing. That's the most American thing ever. Sneaking into a country. We have a president who did that. Drug. Yeah. So fucking um he would he would what well, what's what what's the word for Monday in Lunes. Lunes. Yeah. Uh so we would come into work and shit and it would be like it would be his month this is a little hard to explain. Santos's Monday was Monday. He had Saturday and Sunday off somehow. But our okay, manager okay. Brent, uh, his Friday was hit. Friday is when he started his work week. Okay. So or Thursday, I apologize. Thursday is when he started his work. So week. Thursday is Monday, like you. Yeah. Like this. Th- like me. Today's Thursday, and it's your Monday. Yeah, my exhausting three-day work week. Yeah. And so he would go. He would go. He <laughs> Fuck would, you. He would come. We come into work, and on like Thursday, and he would go. So he was pillow and dose. Brent was. That's right. He's also bald. You're pillow and uno. I'm are just Pallone. Oh, you're just Pallone. Okay. Yeah. I'm, f- I'm fucking Pallone. All right? Okay, I worked right. there for five years. I'm fucking Pallone. So, <laughs> Pallone is bald in yeah. Spanish for anyone who needs to know. Yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> on a Monday, uh, or on Friday, uh, it would be Brent's first day back at work. Or Thursday, sorry, it'd be Fre- uh, Brent's first day back at work. Wait, Brent is Pallone too? Br- yeah, Brent is Pallone does. Okay. Uh, and Santos will go, uh, oh, it's fr- it- it's Monday for Pallone does. Poor baby. <laughs> he would always say, poor baby. <laughs> poor baby. Poor baby. And then on Monday, he'd be like, oh, today is my Monday. Oh, poor baby for me. Yeah. like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait, where was this at the, the tavern? The tavern? Santos. That guy yeah. loves the Dallas Cowboys, man. Well, good for him. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, okay, so we got two versions of the anthropic principle. Okay, one one basically stipulates the multiverse. Okay, yes. So what that basically says. So this is brought up just for a little context. This is brought up by these two scientists. One is uh, uh, Mr. Science. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. So the multiverse one is brought up by this guy named Brandon Carter. Brandon Carter? Who's this guy? He's, He's from Australia. He's an Australian scientist. And he says, basically, my country's banning. Uh, but also, uh, there's no need to stipulate God. Most likely, we're in one of the lucky universes that has, uh, you know, Australia burning to death. Uh, but, um, he's basically saying that the multiverse kind of takes care of the anthropic principle because we just happen to live in, well, it's not that we happen to, this is where it gets a little fuzzy. It's not that we happen to live in this universe. We have to live in this universe because we couldn't live in any of the other ones that don't sustain life. Right. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Basically, they're all like, get the shit, get that shit out of there. Keep it moving. Um, what he's saying is basically, it's still pretty improbable that life arose in this universe. Even and what he says is even in the universe that's set up for life, like ours is, there's no guarantee that life would have evolved. It could, uh, it could have also been empty, right? What a wild thought. Just an empty universe. An empty, you know, well, so, and that's what he's saying is basically that there's this, there's this, uh, scenario where there are trillions of universe universes that spontaneously pop up and then some physicists will go on to say that maybe these universes are coming from black holes and shit or whatever but that's a different question um but the idea is that there was this one there was this one like phase of existence which was the big bang and then as soon as the Big Bang popped off, it immediately opened up trillions of alternate realities. Whoa. Okay. What and is that about? We we <laughs> we can confidently say that we have no idea. We don't we don't know what that was about. <laughs> like that's sort of the question that physicists are asking is basically what was that about? And we are not even close to an answer. Yeah, which is like I think is reasonable because we are dealing with the origin of all of existence and beyond even that concept, which is already a huge concept. Like the fact that we we can't I mean, I, I'm, I, I can't even say it. I can't yeah. even say it because it's such a big it's a big idea. It's too big. <laughs> it's too big. It's like, frankly, the fact that we can think of this at all is based on the fact that we're in a universe where we're allowed to think. Does that kind of make sense? No, <laughs> no, of course not. Well, so how could that possibly make any sense? We're, basically we're trying, we're basically kind of forced to conceive because of the multiverse. We're forced to conceive of things that we can't conceive of because we're, we're dealing with universes where potentially Time is a is a bi-directional dimension instead of a unidirectional dimension, meaning in this universe, in this universe, time goes in one direction. It just goes forward. Right. Yes. OK. There are it's there's 
it's mathematically possible. It keeps on slipping Time into the future. Keeps on slipping, slipping. Yeah. <laughs> um, into the future. I think Seal did a cover of that for Space Jam. I think that, yeah, that, that's exactly, what, that's where it's coming from. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for, the grounding, for grounding that memory. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, time keeps on slipping only in Seal's universe, which is our universe. But the multiverse suggests that uh, there are... My child is my universe. But shut up. Because we have to finish this. And there's, this, this, yeah, is, this is a topic that is dealing with the entire universe and not only one universe, but trillions of universes. So you got to give me like five minutes here. Oh, my God. We have <laughs> but, five minutes. I know. I know. But in Seal's universe, a.k.a. our universe, time goes in one direction. But there is... And please don't make a one direction joke because we don't have time. Uh <laughs> But because there are trillions of other universes, all of which have slightly different parameters, there are other universes out there where time moves bi-directionally, just like space does. Like in space, I can go left, and then I can go right, you know, or I can go forward or I can go backwards. But in our universe, I can only move in time in one direction. I'm only moving in time forward. But there are universes where conceivably i can go back and forth in time at will okay and <laughs> that kind of universe cannot sustain uh the kind of life that exists in this universe but we have to at least admit that it's a possibility that it can happen i refuse to okay well fine but that, that's not the only thing. There's also universes where gravity is uh, way weaker or gravity is way stronger or that there are certain particles where we where no life evolves, but uh, everything is just bubbles. It's just bubbles of helium or something like that. OK, it's just, the, we have to we have to admit the fact that there are these other universes that we just can't observe. And we're only observing this universe because we can because we're given the privilege of observing this universe, because this universe allows us to exist. Our universe should check its privilege. Well, I mean, I guess so, but I, I don't think it should. I think it should just kind of go with the flow, because if it checked its privilege and then decided, oh, I shouldn't get to exist, then yeah. we don't get to exist. Okay, so maybe it shouldn't, is what you're saying. Maybe it shouldn't. Okay, well, then, yeah. I, then I guess I withdraw my demand. Yeah, but anyway, the anthropic principle in in sum basically just says, uh, you know, we observe the things in our universe uh, only because we, it's sort of like, okay, so last thing, Descartes' thing, the cogito, remember, I think, therefore I am. Yes. The anthropic principle is that idea, but I think, therefore I am is very much a subjective like point of view right i think therefore i am the anthropic principle basically takes that and expands it to all of physical reality and says it's basically all of observable observable reality is i can observe myself therefore all of this exists yeah okay. i think therefore i am yeah shakespeare no, it's not Shakespeare. It's Descartes. No. <laughs> the last time we talked about this, you also said you thought it was Shakespeare. Yeah, I did for a long time. And I time. told you it wasn't. Yeah, and no. you didn't I remember I thought it, it was for a long time. <laughs> you still think it does. It is. 
Like you haven't learned anything. <laughs> What's the name of the? That's the you could you could say you could say even that you've learned nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't always remember the stuff I tell you. Actually, that's not true at all. I you, almost remember everything. You remember you pretty much all of it. So, <laughs> never mind. I guess. All right. Well, that's all I got. That's the anthropic principle. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cosmic, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. So, how, so what do we what do we do? Well, there's nothing really we can do because any experiments to prove it are beyond our capabilities and possibly forever beyond our capabilities. Like we need to build an, a particle accelerator that takes more energy than like an entire galaxy to power for us to test this. Wow. So we can't ever we'll never figure it out. Huh. Not not as limited as we are. Maybe when we die, God will give us the answer, but which he will. Hey, because... what's the first question? If if so, you die mm-hmm. in a car wreck, horrifically. Horrifically, go, yeah. You die screaming and in pain. Okay. And then you go to heaven, and you're allowed to like talk to God and ask him questions. Uh huh. What's the and what's the first one you'd ask him? Am I still in pain when I'm talking to him? No, you feel fucking great, dude. You're in heaven. Okay, so you, I'm fine. You're, yeah, you're you're you have and it's stereotypical heaven. So you have a harp, and you have angel wings, and a um one a, a halo. I would ask him, are other people, are, are there other souls feeling pain? No, you feel amazing. You're, you, you, so everyone's feeling great. Yeah, everyone's in heaven, dude, living it up. Then that's it. Then that, I'd be satisfied with that. You want to ask, ask God a question? I mean, after, after that question, the first, you're, you're asking me the first question I'd ask him. You, you'd ask, uh, you would ask him, are any souls? Do I souls... get more questions? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, after that question, I would ask him a ton of questions. But the first question would be, are there other, so, other souls in pain? Yeah, or other souls in pain. Why? Because I'd be worried about that. I would hate for that to be the case. All right. Interesting <laughs> answer, but... You and I would ask him? What would you ask him? I'd go, where's the buffet? Because <laughs> you got to assume it's what? very good. Yeah. Heaven's buffet? That would be really good. Did I tell you about when I went to... Uh, I, went to a ran- I went on a random trip to Las Vegas the hell and we uh me and like some friends of mine yeah uh and we went to one of the is quote the best buffet in las vegas um and i ate so much there that i puked you know what i i I went to something similar when i went to vegas with my siblings and my uh, brother-in-law yeah we went to this amazing buffet and i couldn't believe it it was really good wait did you you maybe went to the same i might have went to the same thing but my thing is that um it was it was really good but i was like i have to get out of here Oh yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was I was going to die. You threw up? I threw up. I ate I ate too much. Oh my god. Have you you never done that? I've no. done that. I've done that so many times. What, what are you a fucking ancient Roman? What the hell's <laughs> yeah, wrong with know, you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Banned in the vomitoriums waiting for <laughs> I the went, gladiators I came to come back out. to the table, <laughs> wiped my chin off and got dessert. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's why that's why God only created one universe for us to live in. God. Because he's like, I can't have more than one Ben doing this. Okay, I know you gotta go. So let's wrap this up. This is it. We're done. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty cool topic. Why don't you bring more cool topics? You just want to talk about like weird people in wigs or whatever. (laughs) Well every time I think of uh, Kant, I think of him in a wig. He definitely was wearing a wig, probably. I mean, he had one of those like stupid curly Q ones. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, founding, I picture the founding him, fathers wore those too. I picture him as a, 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 a profoundly bald man who wears a wig and is kind of fat. Kind of has like a little gut. 
He might have had a little gut. Although, probably not, because he walked a lot. You yeah, know what I not. always thought? I thought that the wigs looked really fucking stupid, but I really liked the overcoats that they had. Huh. You know? I thought those looked cool. Interesting. But then they had those knickers or whatever. Yeah. With the long socks. That looks stupid. I hate that. Yeah, people... Th- like, when you look at, like, fashion from, like, way back in the day, it's completely and utterly insane. <laughs> yeah. Because some things look cool, and yeah. I would, I would like, adopt that, but then other parts are just like, what are you doing? There was this thing, um, the name is, is bl- the name of this is, is, is escaping me, where, like, in England, you would just, like, fucking wear these, like, weird wigs and talk in, like, a over-the-top, like, effeminate accent. Yeah. What is yes. that called? Flourish the pinker. Yeah, that. Yeah. What is that called? Like a uh, fop? Fop, yeah. The fop, yeah. So weird. Fops. But you imagine a city full, or not even just a city full, a country full of these fucking idiots walking around. Well, only the rich ones sounded like that. Oh, okay. The, the other ones sounded like this, <laughs> didn't they? And they're like, oh, there goes another fop. Yeah. Fop. <laughs> yeah. If anyway. they didn't have absolute power over us, we would lynch them <laughs> because we don't like homosexuals. No, no, no. I can't imagine they did. I cannot imagine they did. Uh, well, friends, thank you for, for listening to our podcast of hate. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on the Internet at Pat Dean on Twitter at Dean Man P on uh, Instagram. Uh, ben is Gristleporn. G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. On both of those things. On both of those. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, uh, you can... Follow us on there. Go to Kyrgyz, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S, that game. Use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to get 15% off uh, that. So thanks for doing that. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks for being you. Hey, rate us on on uh, on iTunes. Yes. Go to iTunes. Uh, give us a rating. Uh, five stars, preferably. Yes. And also write us a review with two words. Uh, eat book. Eat book. Or fuck Pat. Or fuck Pat. Yeah. yeah. Or diabetes. Yeah. Make that into two Just words. Just write, I have diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, as always, uh, my friends, uh, keep on thinking hard. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. You are going to hell. And here is I Got Five on it. But I'm the type that likes to light another joint like Cypress Hill. I still do be spit loogies when I puff on it. I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it. Go get the S T I D E S. Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette. So pass it across the table like ping pong. I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong. And some wrap my lips around the phony. And when it comes to getting another stogie, fools all kick in like Shinobi. Homie ain't my homie to begin with. It's too many heads to be. Probably let my friend hit bit Unless you pull out the fat crispy Five dollar bill on the real before it's history Cause fools be having them vacuum lungs And if you let them hit it for free, you hella dumb That I'm dumb I come to school with a tailor on my earlobe Avoiding all the flick teasers, skeezers and weirdos Got me throwing off the land like where the bomb at Give me two bucks, you take a puff and pass my bomb back Suck up the dank like a slurpee The serious bomb will make a nigga go delirious Like Eddie Murphy I got more going pains than Maggie Cause homies nag me To take the dang out of the baggie
my hand. Next time I roll it in a hamper to burn slow so the ashes won't be burning in my hand, bruh. Fuji's get hit, but they know they got a pitch and bent. I roll a joint that's longer than your extension. Cause I'll be damned if you get high off me for free. Hell no, you better bring your own slip cheap. What's up, don't babysit that? Better pass the joint. Stop hitting cause you know you got asthma. Crack the body open, homie, and guzzle it. Cause I know the weed in my system is getting lonely. I gotta take a whiz test to my P.O. I know I feel cause I done smoked major weed, bro. And every time we with Chris, that fool rolling up a fatty. But the Tango race straight had me. Like the food, food. 